Welcome to another exciting episode of the Sports Bros with CC and Keith and Keith. Yes. Oh, there you are. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just get situated, you know, ready to kick what? off this show. Way to hype it up there. Uh, well, it's Wednesday. Well, the reason why I'm so moving slow, non-enthusiastic, let me tell you why I'm upset right now. How about because when I woke up this morning, I thought it was Thursday. I got to work. I thought it was Thursday. And it wasn't until about 11 o'clock that I realized it's freaking Wednesday, man. Yeah, it's only Wednesday. So yeah, it's one of those It's definitely hump day, and it feels like hump day. But hey, it's all right, man, because we got one more day, and then we get to watch some football. But before we get into the show, I want to kind of surprise you on this. I've been working a little bit behind the scenes, oh. and uh, okay. you know, I've been working the Facebook page. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we got an Instagram page now as well at the sports bras. Yeah. Yeah. At the sports bras 21 on Instagram. Okay. All right. But I did a little bit of, uh, convincing and, uh, you know, we, I, first off, I want to thank, you know, everybody. Uh, we've been doing this for about a week now and we're already up to 55. I believe it's now 58 followers on our Facebook page. Appreciate you guys uh, for checking in on us and liking it. Much love. Big love. Big love. But, but because of our vastly growing popularity, we have <laughs> sponsor. Are that's you kidding right. me, dude? No, that's right. We have our very first sponsor. So this show, The Sports Bros, is brought to you by... And I will tell you in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Jim Mailer, the Texas Hammer. If you've been in a car wreck and need money to cover your medical bills, well, call me now. Senior Adler put mucho dinero in my pantalones when I got in my bobcat accident. That's right. Diablo Espanol! Call me now! And just like the sports bros put money in your pocket for their NFL picks, I will get you what you need to pay your medical bills! I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer! Call me now! Wow. Talk about... Talk about decaf. I am just blown away by the fact that you got Jim Adler. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's a legend in the state of Texas, man. He is a legend in the state of Texas. I'm glad that he sponsoring the show. But yeah, man, lay off the decaf. He 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 cut that. He cut that spot at two o'clock in the morning. By the way, uh, that was <laughs> that was after a long night of partying with a lot of cocaine. If I had to guess. I don't know. He seems a little bit too old. Maybe he's a, maybe he was just uh, uh, full of adrenaline for being on semis all day. That could be. He might have just, you know what? He might have been so excited to be with the sports bras that he just, you know, couldn't control himself. Could control it, yeah. So thank you, Jim Adler, for sponsoring the sports bras. Now, Keith, let's get into what happened last night. Game one of the World Series, the Houston Astros versus the Atlanta Braves. You know, uh, Houston was pumped. Uh, the, the crowd was there. 
rooting on the, the, the Astros first game. You know, they're ready to roll. First pitch. Silence. See you later. Gone, baby. Gone. And the, and the break. They end up winning 6-2 to two and take game one. Now, let me ask you this, Keith. We both predicted. No, you said game seven. I said six. We both said the Braves are going to win. Is this going to be a must-win tonight, game two, for the Houston Astros? I think every game in this series is a must-win. So them losing last night really puts them at a disadvantage. Uh, that pitching staff for the Braves, man, is no joke. And if the bats of the Astros don't come alive, this could be a really short series for them, man. So, yes, tonight is an absolute must-win for the Astros. If they lose this game, I don't want to jump the gun, but it might be time to Sweet. get your brooms out. Oh. Yeah, you might have to get the brooms, man. The now, sweep now, might be coming. Now, the Braves did suffer a loss in that game last night, and I'm referring to their starting pitcher, Charlie Morton. Now, oh. this is greatness. This is how uh, – it just blew my mind that this guy did this last night. So, he takes a ground ball line drive to his leg. Batter's out. You know, he gets – they get the batter out. No big deal. He walks it off, you know. He goes on and continues to, to, to finish the inning, striking out um, – uh, I forgot who it was, but it was a strikeout in the lineup in the inning. Walks down to the uh, dugout, chills for a little bit, getting ready for the next half inning, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the next inning, strikes out Altuve, and when he strikes out Altuve, he notices, ooh, that didn't feel right. Trainers come out. They'd say, okay, he's done. You're like, whoa, what the heck happened? You know? Well, yeah. it turns out, it turns out later on, they reported – he had a fractured fibula. You're telling that, me this dude just got that many outs, went into the dugout, didn't even think to look at his leg for a second, and then went back out there, and it took him basically collapsing in order for him to realize he had a broken fibula? Are you kidding yeah. me right now, man? I, I mean, the the um, Houston fans down there, because I know we got a lot of Houston fans down there, but they couldn't even hit off a one-legged man. Last night. Oh, man, that's a low blow. That's a low <laughs> blow. Come on, go Strohs. Go Strohs. Uh, but but you're mean, right, that's, though. That's just, that just tells you, like, wow, like the mentality, your you're, you're, you're situation, you're in the World Series, your adrenaline is going full speed, and you don't even realize that something is wrong until maybe, what, 15, 20 minutes later. I mean, it's, it's absolutely crazy that he was able to continue to play for it, even if it was just a couple more batters. And I just can't get over the fact that he went and sat down for a while and, and didn't yeah, think, chill. oh, my legs, yeah. my legs hurt me a little bit. Yeah. The adrenaline, bro, was flowing through his body. He just was so amped up that it it took all another inning before he noticed, and that's that's pretty remarkable. Not only that, he got three batters in an out. Like, that's crazy. They didn't even, they didn't even get a hit off them. They but anyways, I don't even know what to say. So the Braves take game one last night, and, you know, you said that this is a must-win for the Astros tonight. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, game starts at 7 o'clock our time here, Central Time on Fox. Astros, Braves, game two. Now, What's your prediction? What's your prediction? I got to hear it now. I want it on record. Man. Who gets the dub? That bullpen did a lot after Morton went out. And mm-hmm. they pitched six and two thirds of an in, of of, a, of the game, so mm-hmm. they they did use quite a few. I believe they used three arms through the whole game, so they may be a little worn out, maybe a little tired. Keep it close and make it a bullpen matchup. 
I got Houston in game two. However, if it's just like it was sure. last night and Atlanta comes out and swings and gets five runs right off the bat, game over. Game over. Yeah, uh, agree, Atlanta man. takes game two going into Atlanta. So it's going to be very interesting. Like I said, from the very get-go, when we started talking about this World Series, it's going to come down to pitching. And It always uh, so, does, man. So far, Atlanta has got the edge on it. So we're going to have to wait and see. I agree. Moving on to uh, the home opener of the Mavericks last night with uh, Luca coming out on center court, thanking the fans, welcoming welcoming them back on center, and they get you against the Houston Rockets. Your thoughts? I had a few things I took away from that game, man. Uh, one, Luca, he looked like Luca, which is great. You know, I, I I hope he really finds his stride and he gets flow in the way he was last season. And I, and I think he will. I don't have many concerns about Luca. Um, my main issue that I saw last night was that uh, KP, KP is not what I was expecting to see this season. And I know it's three games in. I don't want to be you know freaking out too early. But look, man, this this guy we. We lost some pieces to go get them. We made the trade. We lost Dennis Smith because of it, which is fine. Not a big deal. But, man, KP is not producing, man. He's not even spreading the court. He's not even cleaning glass. He's not He's not doing what he needs to be doing. And my fear is, is that other teams in the NBA are watching and they're seeing, and his trade value is just dropping every single time he hits the court, man. So I'm a little yeah. bit concerned about that. Yeah, he, he, he left the game. I think it's just from sitting at the uh, sitting on the bench that entire year, or maybe just sitting <laughs> at the strip club chairs, you know, getting lap dances. Maybe that can stiffen his back. I don't know. But you did say he showed up with a black eye last night, right? Yeah, he was rocking a shiner on his uh, left eye last <laughs> Wonder night. Wonder how and he I don't got know, that, man. Either he was, uh, either he was training for Rocky Eight, or. <laughs> Or he got into another brawl at the strip club, man. I had an idea, though. What I was thinking is that what the Mavericks should do is load him up into a car with everybody else. A very big right. car because, you know, he's, he's a huge guy. But load him into a car, take him to a strip club, drop him off, and then everybody else dip out, go back to the AAC, lock the doors, and then when he shows up, just cut the lights out. Just pretend like no one's there. Maybe he'll go away. Maybe he'll go away. Maybe he'll just stay at Jaguars. <laughs> it's very possible. But, hey, I... I <laughs> I do think, though, in all honesty, I, I think that he can get it together still and he can be a productive player on this team, but he's not going to be the number two guy that we were all hoping. But no. there was one guy that I saw last night that really stood out to me. He only played about three minutes. Moses Brown mm-hmm. out of UCLA. Man, he was drafted in 2019. This dude is 7'2", 7'3". He ran up and down the court, not like a big guy. He ran up and down the court. He guarded the paint. He was cleaning boards all night. I really, really like what they found in this young player. And I hope, I really, really hope Jason Kidd finds a way to get this guy on the court a little bit more because he can be a productive player on this team. I like it. I like it. So what are you, what are you seeing? Um, because I, I, I'm going to be on a little bit last night. But what are you seeing the difference between Jason Kidd's Mavericks and Rick Carlisle's Mavericks? early man it's hard to tell I I was really hoping to see more defense uh, out of this team with Jason Kidd I felt like that would be the main thing that he stressed to the guys was that we got to play both sides of the ball 
we got to create turnovers and we got to get points. We got to get the ball back so that Luca can create and get points for the team. I haven't seen it yet, but it's early. I do like the style in which Jason Kidd coaches, but he's going to have to figure out how to really mix and match those lineups to get the right squad on the court at the right time, man. And and that's going to be just something that comes with time. He's not going to have it all figured out in the first couple games. So we'll, we'll, we'll look at it midseason and see how we're looking. But I think overall with bringing Jason Kidd in, you go younger, you get a guy that's more relatable to the players. You get a guy that played in the league, you know, and I know, I know Carlisle did too, but you know, that that whole idea that Car- that Carlisle had here, you know, he's been here like 10 years. It's it was just time for a change. I like what Jason Kidd brings to the table. And I'm I'm, I'm optimistic as to what we're going to see this season. I am, too. I'm very optimistic. This time is coming. Um, so, yeah, it's, you it's younger. It's fresher. We'll just have to see where it is. And since, you know, the blowout in uh, the season opener against the Hawks, Mavs are now 2-0. and So, you know. We'll just have to wait and see. It's still a very long season. Yeah, it's still a very long season, 82 games, but we'll just have to wait and see. Well, um, I I, I I posted, I posted, I posted, I posted. Mm -hmm. uh, I found a little thing on this this app app that we do our podcast on. You can now, uh, you can now send messages. So, so the listeners out here, I want you to hear this very, very, very. You know, just just listen. You can now send a message, kind of like a answering machine, to the sports bra. What's an a- what's an answering machine? What's an answering machine? It's a little device that we used to have back in the day, and we we would make corny uh, answer machines. Hey, it's thank you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember remember we had to get that and get the you know. Anyways, uh, so guys can leave us a message now it's only a minute long so make it short and sweet you know and talk about anything that's on your mind we want you to talk about what you feel in the sports world or sports opinion what about you know just any day everything going in in the brian laundry case we would like to hear from you on that or just anything that you want to just just talk about just let us know just just leave us a message like i said it's a minute long and if we like it we will definitely Put it on the podcast, just like today. We got a voice message. We already got one? Oh, hell yeah, man. And so my boy, Justin, up in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Thank you, Justin. He left us a message, and we're going to play that right now. Hey, I didn't know I only had one minute, so... This is Justin again, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I'll make this short and sweet this time. Uh, I'm a talker. I'm sorry. So uh, just to give you guys an idea for a future episode, uh, how about we do fun facts? Um, yeah, there's a lot of awkward facts out there and uh, statistics uh, in the sports world. So I came across one on social media the other day being a uh, Georgia Bulldog fan since 2000. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs are 0-5 against the Florida Gators. Uh, when the Atlanta Braves are playing in the World Series. So uh, I will say real quick, that was a different Florida team back then. The old head ball coach, Dee Spurrier, uh, Danny Warfel. I mean, you know, Danny Warfel owned the record in the SEC until you know, Georgia Bulldog came along, came along and broke that a few years back. So uh, real quick, guys, give us a, a fun facts episode in the near future and uh, keep up the good work. Appreciate you guys. 
Way to bring the fire there, Justin. That's a little very, little fun fact for you. How about that? Very cool. Very cool, Justin. I like it, man. That's the good content we're looking for. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. All you got to do, it's on our Facebook page. I put the link up there. All you got to do is click on it. Leave us, a, leave us a message just like that. Or a little fun fact just like Justin did there. And, uh, you know, that's actually, a, a, I did not know that. Uh, you know, as much of a sports nut as I am and you are, I didn't know that. I didn't know. No. 0 for 5 when the when the Braves are in the World Series. How crazy is that? I, I had no idea about that. That's a really and, cool fact. And that makes me think, maybe we should come up on our next show, a Did You Know segment. Kind of like... Oh, yeah, I like kinda that. Kind of like little fun facts like Justin presented. I think what we should do is, is do a, a Did You Know segment for the next show. I think that would be great. Yeah, we could do we could do some uh, sports topics. You know, did you know about this team? Like what Justin said, pretty much like exactly what he said. And we could do them also. Like, have you ever seen how different states, you know, have different laws? Like you you can't go snowboarding after four o'clock on Sunday if it's Easter. You know, just random cool facts like that. I don't really know if that's right, but you know what I'm saying. Like that, (laughs) that's cool stuff, man. I I like I like those little fun facts. You know, those are. I do uh, too. Those are those are cool things you can go to parties and tell people about. You oh, know, absolutely. Like, no, so that's really cool, man. Good job, Justin. Good job, Justin. So, I want to know what you think on this question here. And I'm just like I said, it, this is the spur of the moment. We don't ever we'll schedule anything. We don't know what's coming up. It's just a spur of the moment kind of deal, kind of like yesterday's podcast was. What do you? What in your opinion was the greatest single uh, finish to a Super Bowl? Oh, or, uh, man, dude. Uh, you know, we don't have to say maybe Super Bowl, maybe like to win a championship kind of deal. Well, honestly, I, I think that the coolest one it would be from the Super Bowl. And I would probably put that as the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and Arizona Cardinals finish with Santonio Holmes in the back corner. Oh, my God. And, and after, good... after Larry Fitzgerald had took yeah. it to the house, he's looking up at the Jumbotron. He sees he scores. He's thinking, I got a ring. I got a ring. Finally and then here comes Big Ben. Yeah. Big Ben drives him down and hits San Antonio Holmes for a toe tap in the back of the end zone. That was one of the craziest, coolest. I don't that like either one of the teams. Cra- that was probably one of the craziest two minute, two minutes left of a game that I've seen. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I take that back because I think about the 99s or the 2000 Super Bowl with uh with the Rams and the Titans. Now that oh yeah was a crazy two minutes. God, yeah, you're right, man. Rams finally took over the lead. And remember, the Rams were like the biggest offense on that season. Like, they were the greatest show on turf, right? Yep, they sure were. When when they get shut down in the Super Bowl, it's like, wow, they're they're mortal. Like, this Tennessee team's got them figured out. But then Kurt Warner, uh, you know, he finds his receiver open, and the Rams take the lead. Now it's up to Tennessee and Steve McNair to drive down the field and hopes and get this game-winning touchdown. Which they came oh so close. It was about a yard short, maybe at the most. Yes. Just, he stretched it out. He tried. Hey, props to the defense. They made the tackle when they needed to make it, you know? But yes, dude. That is one of the top three coolest, like, best endings to a Super Bowl for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and speaking of Super Bowls, you know, uh, where you were talking about yesterday, what about announcers, right? Uh, who, mm-hmm. who would you think is your best? Uh, announcer in sports, I have to throw Pat Summerall and John Madden in there. 
I, I grew up listening to them a lot and I really enjoyed I mean you think about it today and you go back and listen to old John Madden Pat Summerall they're kind of monotone and you know I always get on Joe Buck about being monotone but uh-huh. you know that was just my childhood growing up watching a Cowboys game or you know it was always Pat Summerall and John Madden and uh you know also gotta throw marv albert in there as well absolutely i'm glad you said that because if you didn't i would have man that's a voice that is known around the world man yeah nba on nbc on on saturday afternoon it was it was it was notorious that marv albert was going to call the game and i remember i begged my mom to get cable for the longest time and she finally gave in uh, the only reason I wanted cable was to watch Jordan and the Bulls. Jordan, Michael Jordan, to me, is the greatest athlete that I've ever seen or ever watched on TV. Unfortunately, I never saw him live. I wish I would. I wish I did, but I never yeah. did. But I've seen plenty of what he did on the TV. And uh, so when I finally got cable, the only reason I wanted cable is to get WGN to watch Jordan and the Bulls, right? Yeah, and when I watched sure. that first game... When I watched that first game on WGN, I was shocked because Marv Albert was not announcing. Because oh, I thought Marv man. Albert, <laughs> I thought Marv Albert was going to be announcing. I was like, "Wait a minute, where's Marv Albert?" And, yeah, you know, Marv Albert doesn't call all the Bulls games, just the NBA on NBC Bulls games, and he is more of a Knicks uh, announcer than than the Bulls. So. Well, yeah. what do you think about this, though? I know you really like the way that, you know, Jordan played on the court. What do you think about his performance in Space Jam? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'll give it I'll give it to him, man. I'll give it to you this way. If if you can act out talking to pretend cartoon characters <laughs> and and you can make it work. Bravo. <laughs> well, do you do you think that Jordan did his role better than LeBron did his role? Oh my God, yes. It's a Dude, no-brainer, right? It's a no-brainer, man. LeBron I mean, is trying to just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it here right now. LeBron, oh, is trying take- to ride, LeBron is trying to ride Jordan's coattails. Wow, dude, you're going to upset some people with that LeBron, one. A- let, me, let me break it down this way. LeBron James sniff Jordan's jockstrap. Wow, dude, really? So in a one-on-one, you think Jordan beats Jordan, LeBron? Jordan will have him schooled. Jordan will have his ankles broken. Jordan oh, would make make him make. Jordan. Would what make about him the home. size? What about the size it advantage, matter with the dude? Size. Jordan, Jordan, look what Jordan did to Kimbe Mutombo. That's true, man. Kimbe Mutombo, <laughs> like, you will never talk over me. And Jordan's like, yeah. oh yeah, you want to bet? Anything, I, I, uh, and you know, and you know, anything with a bet with Jordan, Jordan's gonna win. I was just <laughs> fixing to say, you want to talk about somebody that has the competitive gene? Look at Michael Jordan. That yes. man is the most competitive athlete to ever play any sport. He, dude, he doesn't care if you want to flip quarters or whatever. He will bet you on anything. From the stories I've heard, I don't know him personally, but and, the dude's a, an athlete, man. He's a beast. And if you look at it the most successful grossing athlete there is going today just look at thinking out dude he was thinking outside the box man when he when he got those contracts and he saw the brand take off he never had to play another game of basketball if he didn't want to man no and he's still set up for life man is he not the wealthiest player to ever play any sport he's got to be he's got to be 
just with the shoes uh, alone. Yeah. Well, Magic Johnson's probably up there too, though. I no, I don't think so. I don't think he can come close with Jordan when it comes to grossing afterwards. Now, Jordan, now, now Magic did. You know, he is the owner of the dog of the Dodgers right now, and they are yep. succeeding. So he is making mm-hmm. money off of that. But man, would you talk about Air Jordan's iconic shoes? And the man behind those shoes is just sitting there smoking his cigar and just laughing out, out With loud. Blood, just bloodshot eyes. Just. <laughs> Did you ever notice that about Jordan? He always on had bloodshot dance. eyes. On the not only dance. No, not only on that, man. Go back and watch some of the interviews after their games. Even back in his 20s and 30s, dude, he always had bloodshot well, eyes. Was, watch the Dream Team documentary that they did on, on, on the NBA TV channel. Uh, Barkley said it all the time. Jordan would never sleep if he wasn't oh, yeah. if he wasn't playing basketball. He was playing cards. You yeah. know, he was a, a de- degenerate gambler, and he stayed up all night, all night. <laughs> yep. You know, Barkley he he was a big time better also. But he yeah. anytime Barkley would announce his picks on the show, I just always bet the opposite because that man could not <laughs> buy a win, bro. He was terrible at his picks. But yeah, you're right though, man. Jordan, Jordan's the man. I mean, we he have is to, the I, man. I want to, I want to dedicate this podcast one day, just one episode of Michael Jordan. Because oh, we could do me, it. To me, I, I just want to do one, one podcast just all about Jordan, because a lot of people, and one especially that I know is listening, uh, mm-hmm. says that Jordan is not the best. He claims really? that it's. Kobe before Jordan. Oh and I, man! And we all every time we're together, uh, we, he always wants to bring it up, and I always gotta tell him, no, Jordan is beyond, way better than Kobe. Man, no disrespect dude, I, to the Mamba. Even the Mamba would probably say Jordan is better than me. Yeah, you're probably right about that, man. But you know, dude, it's so hard for me now to even talk about Kobe. I oh, just uh, it's I get emotional talking about it because look dude I hated the guy when he played against the Mavericks. I didn't like him as a player in the NBA for the longest time. And since he's been gone, dude, I find it like hard for me not to rank him as a top 2 player to oh, ever play the game. Oh, he's definitely dude, um, he's definitely on my list top 2. It's Jordan and Kobe. It's always got to be. be Jordan. It's always going to be Jordan and Kobe to me. It's well, not I'm, it's not, I'm it's, with not you. it's not Kobe and Jordan. It's Jordan and Kobe. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right though. You're right, man. My list goes the exact same way. But do you throw LeBron at three? No, absolutely not. Well, then who did you have in mind? Who do I have in mind? At yeah, number for three? your number three, mm-hmm. man. You could put anybody at number three that's better than LeBron James. And I'm sorry, this is a hot sport take here. Yeah, it is, but, man. But I mean, there's a guy that used to play for the Boston Celtics named Larry Bird who was all right. Um, yeah. Now he wasn't he wasn't as finesse as a LeBron James. He never drove to the basket like a LeBron James. But you know, um, would I put him? You know what? I take that back. I'm sorry. Maybe LeBron is better than Larry Bird. I would okay. think so, man. I, okay. I think so. I, I give him that. But you know, you want to talk about physical presence? I mean, dude, physical presence. The first person I think of is. Shaq. Yeah. Physical I was hoping presence. that you I was hoping you said that because I was thinking the exact same thing. Shaq was the most dominant big game 
our big man to ever play the game, dude. Dude, you couldn't stop him. I mean, they made it, a hack a shack for a reason. Yep. But, he was no, just he's not, a he's force. Not he's not dunking. We're taking him to the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, you have to, man. You had to. That's the only way let you him, could stop Shaq. Let him Shaq. beat us at the free throw line. You know. Um. Yep, I, well, do you think? Do you think that? I know this is hypothetical. It's hard to really predict. But do you think that there's a chance that after Luca plays his entire career, do you think there's a chance that he could finish in the top three to top five players to ever play this game? I think there's a very good chance, and you know, injury is always a factor. Take the injuries uh, out. Pretend like injuries never happen. Let's just let's just say he's healthy his entire career. You know, maybe misses a game here and there, whatever. But if he's healthy and can make it through his entire career, do you think he finishes in the top five all-time greatest players? Absolutely. At the rate I'm the, with the, the, the the rate he's going, absolutely. Oh, look at the praise not, that he and gets. Not, and it's and it's not and it's not because we're homers, right? It's because no. I see the way that he plays. The man yeah. averages a triple double. He does. He does. And he gets, look at the love that he gets from the greats that play the game. You know, Already. Uh, the, the greatest players and even guys that are still in the NBA right now talk about, whoo, this guy's no joke, man. This, yeah. this Luca fella, watch out. He's an up and comer. You know, he's, he's going to do something, man. I, I, I watched a lot of basketball in my life, man. And I've watched a lot of players come and go. Luca is special, dude. Luca Here's is a special thing. player. Here's the only thing I hope the Mavericks don't do. And they did it with Dirk. And they did it with Dirk. Do not waste his time. Do not waste his talents with a trash team surrounding him. Go out and make him better by having better players around him. That's how you make a star. You surround him by 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 the casting roles. You know? He's yeah, absolutely, one. man. I, I I worry though with the way this organization has done things over the years, that that the first sign to Luca that they're not going to build around him or that they're not going to help get the players he needs, I'm afraid that he'll leave, man. And I do not want to watch him go play for another team and win championships. But the organization has got to build around him, and they made the right moves. They did go get KP. But we need somebody else, man. We, we need them to go ahead, break the bank, go get you a Jimmy Butler, go get you an Anthony Davis, go get you a solid number two to let Luca know, hey, man, whatever you need, we got it. You want a new coach? We got it. You want to get rid of KP? No problem. I want them to revolve every decision around what Luca wants because this guy is worth it, man. He's worth and, it. And I think the advantage will be for the Mavericks for him to stay because the man that is kind of helping him out under the learning tree is one Dirk Nowinski, Absolutely. who is, you talk about loyal, that man is loyal. Dude. Think about think about Dirk, his career. Think about how many times he could have left. He could have left. Yeah, he, he almost did. LA. He could have went he to did LA almost go. numerous championships. Who knows how many championships he would have won. But he could have you know, won. Kobe made a push to go get uh, to go get Dirk. Did you know yeah, that? I and know and that. They, it fell through. It didn't happen. And you know what? People make their list of their favorite players all time and who's the greatest basketball player. When it comes to me personally, the most authentic, genuine, amazing player too. 
my favorite is Dirk Nowinski. I love that man. Absolutely. I love the character. I love everything that Dirk Nowinski stands for. And he's the last true athlete to go and beat a super team. And I, I give Dirk all the praise in the world. Dirk is the man. It is. He is a man. So we're going to wrap this uh, podcast up real quick. But before we head out, I want to uh, let you guys know what we got coming up on our next podcast. Uh, we, we I put it out on the Facebook. What is your all-time go-to Halloween candy? Me and mm. Keith, we're going to write down our list. We're going to unveil our list tomorrow on the podcast. And I also want to talk about how what... I want to talk about what um, name brand made the most, like, was very surprising to make the most money. That list right there is going to be shocking because I'm going to tell you right now, it's EA Sports. It's in the, it's in game. the game. Oh, yeah. If hey, you know I what have... I'm talking about, you know that man is making millions and millions of dollars off a video game. So that's what I'm going to discuss. I want to discuss like ideas that were first brought to their attention and what and what it what actually happened from that idea to make it to what it is today perfect example john madden madden football we talk about it all the time right now there's also now there's also ways that we can and i'm gonna look this up tonight because i'm sure there's one in particular that i want to talk about there are ideas that came before people before that they actually took right so for example mm-hmm. um i wonder i don't know if it's true or not i don't know if it's uh factual or not but i wonder if there was a coach that, that ea sports went to before they went to madden you know what i mean oh so yeah dude, I, know, I like that i know one i know one for sure and i wouldn't take his his story to be true but this is from hulk hogan you know the oh, immortal gosh. hulk hogan dude let me tell you something brother so, Listen, dude. <laughs> so according to Hulk Hogan, he wanted to be the man that had the George Foreman grill. So it was obviously not going to be called the George Foreman grill. It was going to be called probably the Hulk Hogan grill or the Hulkamania grill. But he was going to be the, the person that they were use. Uh, the only problem with that is when they called him, according to Hulk Hogan, he was picking up his kids at the time. So they passed up on him because he was picking up on his he was picking up his kids and he didn't answer the phone. And George Foreman got the deal and made millions of dollars off the George Foreman grill. So he wasn't able to answer the call for the George Foreman grill, but he picked up immediately to do Suburban Commando. Is that is that what you're telling me? Let me tell you something, brother. Suburban <laughs> Commando was a hit classic, dude. Half the listeners out there know about Suburban Commando. But hey, I like I like the idea. I think that's going to be an awesome show. And I got an idea, too, of something we could talk yeah. about either in one of these upcoming shows. How about we go over the best and the worst all-time Super Bowl halftime performances? Ooh. And we'll even we'll make our suggestions on who we think would be an awesome halftime show. What do you think about Dude, that? Dude, I already know that answer. I already know that answer. I've Which been, I've been, I've been, I've been... I've been trying to get this this halftime show going for for years, and for some reason the NFL just, I don't know if they don't if they can't come to an agreement or what, but yeah, Bergie. I'm talking. No, God, no. Oh. If she oh, sings okay. the national anthem like she did, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's dude. <laughs> I wish that was our. I wish that you know what that should be our sound off music when we exit the show every episode is to have Fergie sing the national anthem. Talk about driving away listeners. Jeez, man. Good Lord. Yuck. Yeah, but that's a good topic too because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, musical acts that have not performed the Super Bowl yet, and yeah. or the Super Bowl halftime, and I have one in mind already that I was like, how is this not happened yet? And well, uh, I think a lot of people will agree with me on this one too. Good deal, man. I can't wait to hear what you got in store because I got a couple lined up myself too. And one of them might even be the cat or the crew that's going to be out there this year at the Super Bowl. Mmm. I'm Slim Teddy. I'm something real Teddy. All you other Slim Teddies are just them a Teddy. Yeah, I, I like. That's I like yeah, yeah, I got that. But is that <laughs> ten years too soon? Ten years too late. You mean? Oh yeah, ten years. They should. Late, they yeah. they should. They should have done actually, that a long time ago. Actually, well, the the Chronic Two Thousand came out, so yeah, maybe twenty years too late. Yeah, they might have let that one pass them by. Man, they should have jumped on that when they were at their peak of popularity. So it could be an interesting Super Bowl this year, and I'm sure that after the Super Bowl this year, we'll do our podcast and give our opinion on how it went. But yeah, Absolutely. I got a list of guys that I got a I got a whole list of people I would love to see play at the Super Bowl halftime show, and I got a list of people that I would never want to hear again at the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. That's for sure. Sounds like we got a full week of good episodes. It sounds coming like up. we got a full week of good episodes coming up for sure, my friend. So uh with that said, we're gonna head on out. Like I said, I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. Earlier today we did this podcast earlier at lunch. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately we had technical difficulties. The connection was very, very bad. I'm hoping like hell the connection is holding up on this one. We'll yeah. just have to wait and see, but that's why it's coming out so late because we did record, but when I played it back, the recording was just very choppy and and the connection was really bad. Robots were coming into our podcast out of nowhere. Yeah, man. It was just like taking over. I don't know. Maybe the FBI was listening because oh. we're we're hot on the case on the Brian Laundry case. You know what I mean, brother? You are stealing the words out of my mouth. I was just fixing to say it sounds to me like the FBI <laughs> tapped our phones. <laughs> They're on to us. They know we know too much about the laundry case. You're absolutely right, man. So hopefully it all, hopefully it comes out well. I can't wait to hear it, man. And, and trust me guys, it was worth the wait because this episode was fire. Y'all are going to love the awesome stuff we have on this show today. (laughs) It's going to be great, man. So with that said, guys, thank you again so much for joining us. I hope you guys have a great night game two tonight for the Astros and the Braves. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about it in the, uh, tomorrow. So, uh, Keith, anything else before we head out? Eh. Eh. Yeah. Okay. All eh. right. Yeah. Eh. All right. All right. I'm still upset that today's not Thursday, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. I just, I can't, man. I want to watch some Thursday night football. You don't understand, dude. I, I feel like another I'm going 24 through, hours. I feel like I'm going through withdrawals from no football. It's been like two days, man. I've got to get some football in my veins. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Well, get that football in your veins. Maybe go watch the NFL Network. Maybe that'll help. I might go watch a couple old Cowboys Super Bowls that I have on VHS. There you go. Not VHS. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) Blockbuster, we miss you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well done brother well done yeah yeah all right, all right we'll man catch you guys on the flip side we'll catch you tomorrow be sure to tune in and 
Brian? We are. Oh, I thought we were going with the other line. Go ahead, dog. Okay, well, let me say what I got to say. We are. We are the sports prize. Dog? Brian? Let me have you, Brian! (laughs) I can't. I can't. (laughs) We'll see you guys tomorrow. Adios.